ones to follow. This is Black Bookers on Radio Tab. And good morning, everyone. Black Bookers for Monday, the 27th of November. We raced at Doombit on Saturday on a soft six track. We were also at the midweek meeting on Wednesday where they started on a heavy nine, finished with a heavy eight. I've overlooked that meeting from a future point of view, but I think there are three to follow out of the Dooman card on Saturday, and two of them come out of the same race, and one of them was a winner. Now, I'm talking about the Tony Gollan trained pair, Warby and Miss Tambo. They finished first and third. In fact, Gollan trifected the race with Blackbanks running second, but I think this Warby is, is, is shaping nicely. He had one run for the stable back in the, the winter and was then tipped out, formerly with Kieran Murray and David Eustace. He was an eye-catcher first up at Eagle Farm, came along the rail late, and then he went to Eagle Farm on Melbourne Cup Day and won. A slowly run race, the pace was against him, but he was too good for them. And there was a similar situation on Saturday. Let's go through the, the, the performance. He drew 10 of 10, so Ryan Maloney had to take his medicine and go back towards the tail. And the, the, the speed dropped off in the middle part. It was a slowly run race. But again, he showed that good turn of, of speed coming to the outside and finishing strongly to score. He would have won by further if he hadn't ducked in the last part of the race. So Tony Gollan's got this horse now in a good vein of form. After that win on Saturday, he goes to a 70 rating. I was just scanning the programs a short time ago, and there's two nice races coming up on that doubleheader weekend when we race at the, the Doom and Twilight on the Friday and then Eagle Farm on the Saturday. There's a Class 3 plate at 13.50 on the Friday and a benchmark 70 at 1.500 on the on the Saturday. So either of those would be very suitable targets for Warby. So shouldn't be long before you see him again. You're making a horse in form and a horse with the Premier Stable. So I think Warby's well worth following. Miss Tambo, maybe not as confident, but I will say one thing about her. She doesn't know how to run a bad race. Now, we saw her win two runs ago, and on that occasion she beat Tajaki. That's a good form line because Tajaki has won twice since, so keep that in mind. Saturday things didn't pan out for Miss Tambo, an ordinary getaway. She missed the kick, so she, she found herself mapping a lot further back than most anticipated and was wide in the process, yet she battled on really well. So, as I said, and she, she's generally the each-way odds, you know, the 5 $6 mark at least. I think you can follow her with, with not as much confidence as Warby, but, but certainly with a fair degree of confidence. Now, I'm going to black book one from Saturday. It started $201. I don't think I've ever done this before, and a horse that hasn't won for 18 months. But I just sent something on Saturday in the last race. I'm talking about the John Gilmore Train C Raider. Now, before the race, it was no surprise he was going to be at uh, long odds, $201 to be precise. He drew the outside gate, 15 of 15 at the 11.10 start, mind you. Had to carry 60 kilos, including a 3-kilo claim, and uh, the race would be far too short for him. And he hadn't won for 18 months. Last one was in Toowoomba, March 2022. He got back as expected, but I like the way he finished off, and that's the reason I'm black booking him. Last campaign, didn't fire a shot. Don't know uh, whether you know what went wrong, but there was just nothing positive there at all. But there was plenty positive on Saturday. Now, he's not an easy horse to place, particularly this time of year, but I'm sure John Gilmore will find a race. He may pop up on the grass track down at Aquas Park Gold Coast. He might be in a midweek. Um, I, you know, I think a Saturday race might be a stretch too far. 
But I like that run Saturday. He was closing late at huge odds. So we'll black book him and, and follow him with some interest. One thing we do know, we'll still be getting pretty good odds next time he steps out. So Warby and Miss Tambo and C Raider, they're my trio of black bookers from Doom and Racing on Saturday. Let's say good morning to Jared Daffy now. How are you, Jared? Very well, thanks, David. Inconspicuous. Wasn't inconspicuous to your eye in race two on Thursday night? No, it certainly wasn't. Uh, gee, it's a good dog, this one. It's won six of nines by Orson Allen. Uh, which is uh, that size, just starting to put his stamp on things at the moment. He's got some good pups going around around Australia. It's pretty strong, this one. It had the checkbox and raced right away at the finish uh, to run 29.87. Still learning. It's only had the nine starts. Warren Nichols has got a good one on his hands here. And from the same program, cash it in. Now, Tim Britton trains this one. Uh, interesting that the Britons have now got a satellite kennel. Obviously, they're at Lara in Victoria, but um, with the big cash on offer, particularly for stayers in use, uh, in Queensland, they've sent several Graham, greyhounds up here, and Tim's looking after them. And it was a really good run the other night uh, over the 600. One, two from three here now. Uh, had the check, came from well back to run 35, 35. Looking back through her form, she's got reasonable form over the 700, so I suspect we'll see her in over the 700 in, in the coming weeks. Okay, that's cash it in and inconspicuous. Tell us about the run of Long Hall at uh, Angle Park on Thursday night. Yeah, it's won four in a row now, Long Hall. Um, it's three years of age. It's had plenty of starts, 58 starts for 14 wins, but I think it would be fair to say it's going better now than it ever was before. It had the pink, uh, handled that really nicely. Quick early, 30-41. To put that into context, Adana Rico... Uh, which has been flying of recent times. It ran 30.27, so only a couple of lengths slower than that. It's got good wins in Victoria. It's run 29.45 at uh, at Sandown three ago, four ago, 30.04 at the Meadows, and then a couple of runs here. So back in South Australia, no reason at all why it won't keep winning. Long haul. Long haul. Now, we raced at Sandown Thursday night, and, of course, that big night of heats on Saturday night, but you found one from both meetings. Yes. Now, back to Thursday night, Ethanol Volume, rather oddly named. Tom Daly's got this one, or the Daly's have got this one, and they've got a heap of these uh, new dogs going around with rather weird names, and this is one of them. Now, this one ran second. It was beaten five lengths by M- Mapunga Robin. The winner ran 29.68, but it was an enormous run. Uh, got into all sorts of trouble early. Uh, got to the middle of the track and stormed home uh, to be beaten five lengths. It's only had ten starts and only won the two races, but I'd suggest uh, that it won't be long before we're seeing this one over the 600 and beyond, and it might take a bit of tossing in one of those ethanol volume. And from Sandown on Saturday night, one of the Cup Heat winners, well, it's taken a while for him to put it all together, Tim Zhu, uh, 16 starts now for eight wins. He had the green box on a night where, well, they were getting up without names, but... He came out humming. He ran 5.02 early, uh, which was uh, 5100 slower than what Big Energy ran in that scintillating run uh, when it won, 28.91 Big Energy run. But uh, Tim Zoo more than um, stood up as well. He ran 29.07. He's got the same box in the final uh, on Saturday night, Tim Zoo. He's currently at $4.60. If he gets the start right like he did the other night, he might be pretty hard to beat. Okay, that's Tim Zoo, and of course you mentioned um, that race, the Melbourne Cup and the Bold Trees. Markets are up on tab at the moment. You mentioned Tim Zoo; it's four sixty. Big Energy Box for a dollar eighty. Would you take that? No. Um, if 
If he begins uh, like he did the other night, it's game, set, match because they're not going to be able to keep up with him. Mm. However, he doesn't always do that and he's got two really fast beginners on his outside, uh, in particular Idolise, which has drawn two outside of him. She's an interesting story. She had a litter of pups and she's back racing now, but she flies early. It's a tough race, that one. It's sort of one of those cups where anything could win. As far as the Boltrice is concerned over the longer trip, well, we've got a representative there, uh, Volt Policella. Uh, she went good the other night. She had the green rug and stepped to the front. Might have even stepped to the front again on Saturday night. Uh, the the favourite, Zohar Bale, box one at $2.50, but they're both pretty deep races, as you would expect. Good on you, Jared. Good to talk. Thanks, David. Jared Daffy with the Greyhound Black Bookers. And yes, don't forget those uh, fixed odds markets up for Saturday night for the Melbourne Cup and the Bold Trees. Nick Burney, racing analyst from Racing New South Wales, is the next cab off the rank. Nick, good morning. Good morning to you, David. How are you? I'm well, thank you. We raced at Kembla Grange on Saturday, a heavy eight, the first eight, and then soft seven, the last two. Now, your first one for the Black Book is a winner with your blessing, who generally or rarely runs a bad race. Yeah, definitely. Um, it just took him a couple of runs just to get fit. And uh, I thought he was very impressive there on Saturday. And he smashed the clock. Um, it's just the race I really want to follow out of the meeting. It rated extremely well. Good margins throughout. Uh, just did it on both ends. Let it a good even tempo. Accelerated away from his uh, rivals with a bit of style there. And he's just now at peak fitness. And I think he's one of these horses um, through this summer carnival. that Just expect him to hold his form now. And I think we can definitely follow him. Okay, that's with your blessing. Let's go to the Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio trained deficit. We've seen a bit of him up here in southeast Queensland, but he ran just behind the place getters in the King of the Castle race. Yeah, I thought he was honest there first up, and then he's just come here second up on his non-preferred surface. I do really think he is a, a dry track horse, and he wasn't suited to the race shape there on Saturday out sprinted at the top of the straight but he still built through his gears well late I just think he's one who's ready really to improve now and he can take a more forward position he's drawn barrier eight in both runs this campaign so if he can draw a little bit softer he can be he can be more positive and just follow him on a drier surface. Acapella Suns the last of the Black Bookers for the Matt Dale stable ran behind ran fourth behind Mabel. Yeah Acapella Sun a bit of a tough watch there first up and then on Saturday was only second up just got too far back, had to make her run through the inferior ground and just like how she kept building and made up that significant ground, she was strip fitter for that rising trip and you go back to her last preparation, she actually did win third up. So I think she can definitely, similar grade, um, get home for us at a probably, uh, I think we'll get a decent enough price about her because she hasn't won for some time. Good on you, mate. Have a good day. Thanks, David. You too. There is uh, Nick Burney nominating with your blessing deficit and acapella son for the black book ben scannon joins us now looking back at the big meeting at morfordville on saturday and ben your first black booker okay. is carla sec who ran in the rebel raider series final yeah david i'm sure you watch this race with great interest walk Any like times. was a, <laughs> a really impressive winner but um you know, i think carla sec showed that he's kind of getting back to that form where he saw him actually beat walk like an angel earlier on in the year he was Back and look, he made really solid ground to run into third, um, beaten just over four lengths. And I thought it was, um, yeah, certainly improvement on his, on his first up run. I think it kind of showed he's back on track, which in Chantel Jolly worked out what he's about. Um, yeah, he's a he's a coming city winner, I would expect. Carla Sack for Ned Morgan. Yeah, so you can, uh, comes from the, the, the southeast, and you like the run in race three? 
Yeah, he's an interesting horse, this bloke. He, um, I remember he started off his career with um, with Leon McDonald and Andrew Lewis and had, had quite a reputation as well. He was considered a, a black type horse and lost his way a little bit. Jeff Searle's taken over the training training of him. He um, trains him out of Border Town and he's actually got the horse racing really well now. He was a good winner at Narracourt earlier on in the month and then I thought he was super again on Saturday behind all beans. That horse we talked about earlier on today in press room, he... Um, had really good ground. He settled back and finished off really strongly, and that said to me that he's um, he's well and truly ready for a uh, for a city race. Assuming that he stays up, and part of the challenge of Saturday is that um, Saturday would have been grand final day for a lot of these horses. Um, but if so, he can in stays and work. He's certainly racing very well, and I think he can um, certainly sneer a city race soon. Well, Black Book, so you can. Let's go to the latter part of the program, and your next one for the book is Exalted Dame. Yeah, one of these um, former uh, Ken Helen Smith horses, Exalted Dame, now with John O'Connor. And John does a great job with his team, and he's got this mare racing in, in terrific form. She's uh, she's barely missed a beat. This preparation's always been around the mark. If you have a look back at her past five runs, even she's beaten 2.2 lengths, 2.9. She won, and she's beaten 1.2 lengths, and on Saturday she's beaten 2.3. And well, she did a really, really good job. She was back and she was wide and she just kept on coming to the line behind Starlight Valley, who was up on the speed. Um, it was a super run. Um, she just needs moderate luck and she can win a, a similar race, certainly against her own sex. That's Exalted Dame and Press Down was well on the market in the, the last race. Yeah, look, he's, he's a tough one, Press Down, because he's run second at all three runs his preparation. You say, oh, he's a horse who doesn't want to win races, but... It, that's absolutely not true. I think he's just um, spent it lucky. He was beaten behind Jaripa, then left hand Clyde, then Wack and Jajar. Um, all nice horses, and I think he's he will win a race soon. You've got to stick with him. Radio press down out of the last race. Good on you, Ben. Thanks for that. Thanks, David. There is Ben Scadden joining us as we go to Colin McNiff. Uh, Colin, from Launceston on Wednesday night, uh, Ella Dulcey is your first Blake Booger, and I noticed ran officially eight at $18. Tell us about this run. Yeah, she's only had two starts and, in fact, has run eighth on both occasions, once in Hobart, once in Launceston, over 1390 and 1420. But both have been pretty good runs. She's found the line nicely. Barrier 11 went back, uh, look, tried for inside runs in the home straight, didn't uh, didn't get any of them. Anthony Darmanin was aboard, just idled her down to the line, beaten four and a half lengths, but it was a, a much better run than it looks on paper. Uh, and I think uh, she's going to win a race, maybe if she gets a 1,600-metre type maiden race, Ella Dulcey, this three-year-old filly for Johnny Keys, I think can, uh, can find the, the line for us and find it at, at nice odds. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It might be fair odds as well. Your other uh, black booker out of Launceston was a busy finish, the fifth race, but the horse that mm. ran third attracted your attention, Cuda Spry. Yeah, had no luck whatsoever, this uh, five-year-old. One three from 16. Uh, barrier number one, again, was ridden for luck in the home straight. Uh, only got out when the race was all over. Really flashed in the last 50 or 60 metres or so, beaten a half length. Racing really consistently at the moment. I don't think there's any doubt that Kuda Spry, in a similar type race, a 2150 type or 2100 thereabouts for Leandra Gray, can find the winner's circle again. Goes well on all circuits too. Uh, races well at Devonport, goes well on the grass. So very versatile. Kuda Spry, the second of our black bookers. Cutis Pry from Launceston. Now, the one that caught the eye at Hobart was early in the day, Mr. Loon. Did it ever? Uh, look, having a first start at Puissance de Loon, uh, Philly, uh, 
uh, to it just fell out of the gate. It's got a bit to learn. There's no two ways about that. But it must have been 10 wide coming around the home turn, rattled home to finish fourth over the 1,100 metres, officially beaten 0.09 lengths. Gee, it was a good run. Uh, a great filly. If you saw the replay, she's certainly the eye-catching run out of that race. Uh, her trial form was only fair prior to that. And as I say, she's got a bit to learn, but uh, certainly a horse I'll be following in her next few runs. Good work, Colin. Thank you. Thanks, David. Cheers. Colin McNiff nominating Ella Dulcey, Kudus Breyer, Mr Loon from the Launceston and Hobart meetings. We round things out on, on uh, Black Boogers with Darren Clayton. Darren, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you, David. Albion Park raced on Friday afternoon. You got to nominate Bonnie's Dance for the Black Book from the Grand Dixon Stable. Had a tough gait. Uh, a horse who rarely runs a bad race, though. No, she's proving to be pretty consistent and from that wide gate was taken back to the rear of the field. Um, as always, these races dictated in front. She was still uh, in the running line, second last at the 400. That's when Grant angled her for her run wide around that home turn, really balanced up and hit the line nicely. She was only beaten 1.5 metres behind the winner. If you look back at her past three starts, three runs back at Redcliffe, she drew two off the second line. Her past two at Albion Park have been from gate seven, so uh, she just needs a little bit of a gate. She'll get a mare's concession. The right race cannot be too far away for her, I wouldn't think. On his dance, and uh, in the following race, R11 Art. Three words caught your eye. Yeah, he was uh, second up from a long spell and drew inside the second line. Got a little bit rough in his gear uh, after about 150 metres, and he lost a bit of ground. and Angus Garrard was able then to ease off into the running line as a result. So he was second last in the running line with a pretty strong tempo up front. Got a nice cart into the race, finished it off nicely, beaten about five metres. Like I said, second up from a long spell. His first up run was really good. Uh, he's rated about a 65, I think, so uh, there should be a, a nice type of race around that grade for him going forward, and uh, he certainly has his share of ability. Probably important to point out as well with the Inter-Dominion series commencing on Friday, uh, it's going to be probably difficult for a lot of these paces to race Saturday nights, it just won't be the races available so we'll probably have to keep a careful look on the midweeks and I think this is probably one that falls in that category your other black book are better than Popsy from a Saturday night. Yeah that's that's 100% correct David um, with, the, with the differing programs over the next couple of weeks they could be bobbing up anywhere but this guy, um, it was a, a up to 70 series consolation, now these races have been really strong uh, since they've been introduced into the program. He got through to the consolation, drew gate five, eased across, found the running line. Uh, the, the race was dictated in front. The, the winner came from off the leader's back. The leader runs second. Better than Popsy, he was one out three back in the run and really finished it off nicely. Only beaten 3.2 metres. Um, nice closing splits out of the race from him as well. Uh, he's had some good form. He returned first up from a spell at Redcliffe with a victory. He's been poking around some stronger races. Keep an eye out for where he pops up next. I certainly think he's not far off a win. Better than Popsy. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, David. Darren Clayton joining us with the Harness Black Boogers. That is Black Boogers for Monday the 27th of November. Hopefully a few winners there, and we'll talk next week.